Are you ready to launch? Yes. Let's go. Welcome to Lawyers Who Launch, the podcast hosted by two law school besties who practice law and are now ready to inspire and empower you to take positive steps in your professional and personal life to find joy and fulfillment. Law students, wouldn't you rather spend your precious time building networking relationships that will serve you for years and years to come rather than spend that precious time trying to figure out how to network successfully? This is why we built the Law Student's Guide to Networking course. The course is now open and available. As soon as you purchase, you have immediate access to the entire course, all of the video modules, the guides, the ebook, and some additional bonuses. You can start right now developing your networking plan and building your professional network. Click the link in our bio right now to purchase the course and start building your network today. Hi, all. This week, we're going to do something a little bit different. We are going to look into a specific area of the law and try to find the deeper meaning. So today, I'm going to take a look into the deeper meaning of litigation as this is my practice area. With litigation, you think of the classic movie lawyer. So much about the way we think about law centers around the drama of the courtroom, and that is where litigators practice. Civil law and civil litigation are both deeply rooted in our society. And to quote a classic movie, litigators are the scariest kinds of lawyers. Litigators are often portrayed as sharks or villains in the media. And sometimes, on the other side, they're portrayed as fighting for the underdog. But no matter the portrayal, it's usually fighting. As a litigator myself, I definitely understand this perception. And although a relatively small percentage of my time is actually spent fighting or advocating for a position, my other time is so often spent preparing for the fight that it feels like the fight is the only thing sometimes. But this week, we are going to look deeper into three common aspects of litigation, but from a different perspective. We are going to explore the purpose behind them as well as their practical function. So first, we're going to talk about court rules. Yes, that book of court rules that sits on top of any litigator's desk, Or, in these more modern times, the website you frequent to brush up on things such as deadlines. This is not an obvious one, but as I was thinking about it, the deeper meaning really resonated with me. Court rules obviously and necessarily provide a structure to civil litigation from inception to final appeal. We as humans crave structure and those clear expectations. This is one of the things that has been really difficult since 2020, which is the uncertainty. But in the court rules, we find structure and we can lean on the safety of that structure. When you look at it, court rules offer us so many things. They offer ground rules and boundaries for all parties. They provide the framework by which we as attorneys make decisions And they also provide frameworks for discussions with clients. 
You can lean on the court rules and give your client scenarios such as if this, then that. When you go into a courtroom, whether in person or virtually, there is an order to things. There is an order to the way things are handled, and these rules and order are accessible and applicable to everyone. Amidst the uncertainty of the ultimate outcome of litigation, attorneys can find comfort in the expectation of certainty in the order of the court rules. And there is comfort in these expectations if you look for it. The next thing I want to discuss are briefs. Briefs are written documents that attorneys submit to their adversary and to the court. They contain the facts of the case as well as extensive legal argument. Briefs represent a format to be heard. Whether you are a pro se litigant or if you have an attorney representing you, a legal brief is an opportunity for a party to be heard. And this can actually be found in many other places than briefs, such as depositions and, of course, trial, because people want their day in court. Why is that? Because they want to be heard. Having the opportunity to be heard is powerful, even if the ultimate outcome is not exactly what you hope it will be. It can be vindicating for a client to review facts and legal arguments with their attorney and have their attorney agree with them that what the other party did was wrong, that you were not treated fairly, or this shouldn't have happened to you. Now think about this outside of the law within your personal life. Think about a time you were treated unfairly and feel frustrated and call a friend. Your friend gives you the opportunity to be heard and justifies how you feel. Think about how much better you felt having someone hear you and agree with you. They might not be able to offer you a solution or any kind of justice, but they've given you the opportunity to be heard. And this can be a very powerful tool if you allow it to be. The third thing I want to talk about is mediation. What many people outside of law may not realize is that in litigation, these matters often enter into mediation in order to attempt settlement. Mediation is a non-binding process where the parties negotiate through the help of a neutral third party. Mediation gives the parties and their counsel the opportunity to maintain control over their future by negotiating a settlement that all parties can agree upon. To come to an agreement, both parties have to give up something. If you're engaged in mediation, you may not get everything you want, but you get to decide what you will and will not give up. You get control. And control is power. Oftentimes, people end up in litigation because there was a loss of control. They were not treated fairly or justly. And therefore, engaging in litigation is a measure of control. And mediation is an extension of that to a conclusion. Now, on the other side, defendants don't get to choose to enter into litigation. It's out of their control. However, mediation is an opportunity to be heard 
as well as regain some control in the choices and decisions that you make as a defendant. I really enjoyed preparing for this episode this week because it really made me think about the big picture. It's very easy in any job to lose the forest for the trees, to get so focused on the day-to-day business of whatever job you're doing, whatever type of law that you practice, to lose the deeper meaning and to lose what it means to other people. And for me personally, thinking about the deeper meaning in litigation and how through the structure and the practice of litigation, you can find some healing and you can find some answers for your clients. It gave me a new appreciation for the work that I do because it can be really challenging sometimes. Burnout is real and it's happening every day. I would encourage you to think about a different perspective on your practice. Is there a deeper meaning that you can find that maybe will help lighten the load of the day-to-day grind? If you're a litigator, I would love to hear your thoughts over on our Instagram. And if you're not a litigator, I would encourage you to find the deeper meaning in your practice area and let us know what you find. So this brings me to our Say It Out Loud segment for this week. And what I'm going to say out loud is that I'm really thankful for this podcast and for Amy and for all of the listeners. Because in preparing for this episode, I really got to think about the deeper meaning of the work that I do. And I didn't know that I needed it, but it definitely helped center me and I definitely feel lighter. And I just want to thank everyone for listening and for this awesome community. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast. Give us a follow at Lawyers Who Launch on Instagram. And check out our website, lawyerswholaunch.com, for more on our blog. Have a great day.